Welcome back to the news. If you saw our first episode, you understand the concept. We're going to look at the automotive content that's been uploaded to YouTube over the last couple of weeks and bring you up to speed right now. Okay, so just like last episode of the news, uh, welcome back, thanks for joining us again. If you're new, maybe go back and look at the first one and understand the concept. Essentially, we will just be reviewing videos from around the world. All right, so we'll start with Australia as we did last time and our favorite YouTube channel of all is Full Boost, of course, so no surprise there. Well, of course, no fake news here, only facts. Now, we've Anything uploaded- Anything fake are those, gl those <laughs> glasses you wear? Excuse me, this is my uh, prescription. <laughs> Clark Kent, Superman. Uh, so F350 project up now two episodes uh, in the last couple of weeks. So that's part three of our build series. Uh, I think it's up episode six of the whole series, but the first few were around planning and that, but the last three have actually been wrenching on the thing. So got a few more of these in the pipeline yeah. too. So hopefully we'll get some regularity with those coming out. Uh, we also had Bench Talk, an episode of Bench Talk come out and some other racing stuff too. So definitely more project stuff coming out. Uh, hopefully we get the 626 onto the dyno shortly as well. Uh, You've been yeah. talking about that for like two years. Hopefully we get the 66 in the dyno shortly. Uh, I promise you don't have to remind me every six months. If I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> uh, we've got another project that you can't see above us on the, on, the, on the go at the moment already that you guys will see maybe in about another three months. Uh, a bit top secret at the moment, so we're not going to release any of that. But needs to say uh, some big, big killer brands involved in that one, so cannot wait. Some other stuff, uh, some milestones with some videos on, on Full Boost. We had our, uh, the, pretty much the video started all for me with, with you guys was the uh, Rotary Rebuild video. So that ticked over to 2 million views. Now, back when I had the concept of doing this video, there wasn't any other videos really online like it. Uh, I've seen plenty of copycat ones since then. Uh, obviously, because it's been so popular, the channels go, hey, we could do that too. However, what I've noticed with a lot of the other channels, it makes me laugh a bit too, is they call them Rotary Rebuild videos. However, Every single piece of machine has been done beforehand. So if you're watching the video, oh, you probably, you're probably mm -hmm. think it's a basic set. Oh, how easy is this to build a rotary engine? All they're doing is assembling it. So the rotors and everything else is, uh, are completely assembled and they're just basically going, done, plate, plate, plate. plate. Oh, we've rebuilt a rotary engine. It's, if you watch any one of those videos, you are gonna learn absolutely buckus on how to build a rotary video. So. Probably why our one's been so popular, and thanks to everyone that's watched it. Um, another video, it's a mainstay. When are we going to do a how to build a Renaissance engine video? Well, the process is exactly the same, just when the engine's built, it goes back into a sad old RX-8, so same concept. Hmm. So yeah. when it's built, you just throw it in the dump master. Yeah. It dumps the fire. Yeah, that's right. Triggered. So another mainstay of the channel, that Barrow video, that thumbnail probably pulls people in with, that glowing mm. exhaust manifold, 12 million views now. That was so. recorded before YouTube existed. Yeah, that, that I is... I think around 2003. The thumbnail looks awesome. On an old and then SD you camera. watch the video and it is complete <laughs> potato cam. So it's, yeah. It's, yeah. it's almost almost clickbait because you look at that thumbnail and you're like, this is mint. And then you look at the yeah, video and like, what the still, hell is this? Blowing. Yeah, no, it looks good. And it's, I mean, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's pretty impressive. And me, lots of people have been watching, lots of people still watching. That was so. probably, that was easily, at the time I, um, I filmed that, that was easily the most power. Yeah. That was like, twice the power anyone else was sort yeah. of. I, I, that video almost started the, 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 the legacy, the Barrow mythology amongst people, because no one, there's, was it Nispro? Yeah. It was Nispro, so. Thanks to Nispro. It was, um, no one was really playing big power with them back then. The car had been out. And, well, no, they were, back when that video was, I'm pretty sure that car had like custom main caps and 
Yeah. All sort of bits that other people weren't doing anything with. They were just putting some bolt-ons. Yeah, they, they were one of the first with the plenum mm. and all this kind of stuff. So NIST probably like cutting edge of that barrel stuff. So when that video came out, people were losing their mind over it because, yeah, the, the power they, they made was incredible. So nowadays... If you watch the video, it's not even actually really doing a power run. It's just sitting there loading the turbo. Yeah. And just getting everything on fire. Really. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, that setup back then would have cost tens of thousands of dollars. Nowadays, it's only 2K. So... Yeah, Bargain, barrel, 2K, eights. Right, so Rod Shop had part three, I think, and four of their uh, early model Holden, HK or something Some like that. serious Lane. butt hurt that they laid a span on that car. They should have left it how it was. I don't really? know, if you watch the first episode, they're showing how bad the car is standard. Yeah. No brakes, <laughs> can't do complete, out, complete can't death stop. trap. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it as, oh no, don't touch it. The, the beauty about cars is it's not your car. Yeah. You, you can do whatever you want to your own yeah, car. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, take, a, take an angle grinder to it, who cares, back half. But, they're up to, I think, episode four. Yeah, I think it's episode four. So one of the things I liked about the last episode is they put Wilwood Brokes on the front and the people getting really butthurt about the originality of the car and that they haven't gone and put Simmons on it. Um, some of yeah, that special. Yeah, bud. <laughs> they haven't gone and put Simmons on it. They've got like a, a, a factory style yeah. period correct sort of 14 inch with the original hubcap, but they've still got a big Wilwood brake package you on it. You can't even see it. Yeah, it looks, it's great. Yeah, the car's coming on really well. Um, tip on that one is drinking game for that video. Every time the host says, radio, all right, take a shot. I guarantee by the end of it, you will be shit-faced. So this next video, I saw a lot of content on Instagram and uh, actually drove me to a YouTube channel to watch it a, a bit more in depth was um, Troy Candy. So a lot of people might know iCandy Motorsports and the, and the cars they do, the giveaways, they do a lot of these uh, mm. giveaway things. I think they've got one running right now, yeah. um, which are pretty cool. But essentially what Troy did was um, he had a t-shirt uh, made for the uh, bushfire affected areas and the profits from that were like $20,000. They took that money and instead of just donating it, it's been in the news a fair bit and he covered it too, where you know you donate money and a third of it goes to the actual um, oh. people that need to be helped by it, if that. Uh, if that, yeah. Um, he actually took that 20 grand cash and went to these communities in East Gippsland and gave the money to these retailers and put, put money on the bar for CFA guys and, and this and that. So. Mm -hmm. It was a really good video, um, really, yeah, really well done, and, and the guys had a lot of fun in it, and yeah, had that that wrapped Camaro, and um, that looked pretty wild too. So, um, yeah, really, really well done on that one. Good to watch. Um, if you are interested in following Troy and that, um, he's got an Instagram account. You can go to troycandy.com. Um, tip on that also if you uh, like to drink as a sport, <laughs> um, check out his Instagram account, and you'll. Um, yeah, pick up tips to become a gold medal. Not only medal, a uh, snorkel, you can buy. I think Troy's now selling a double snorkel. <laughs> a double snorkel. So you can smash two of those vodka um, once. Yeah, I, I, all I want to see is, there, is, is that people are tagging Troy, obviously, when they're uh, filming these uh, snorkel videos. I just want to see hashtag uh, drink responsibly to her because uh, it would be just a hilarious sort of um, take on that. But uh, good work, Troy. Uh, killer stuff, and I hope to see more later. Moving on, still in Australia, we have... Australia. Uh, supercars talk so might have seen early last year we recorded a couple episodes with dave um we completely ran out of time and <laughs> we just could not film these yeah. anymore so unfortunately we could just couldn't make it work with our schedules project cars and whatnot so dave has actually picked up this series and has been running with it by himself on his own channel so if you are a supercars or whatever vo2 guys whatever they call the series now if you're a fan of that Go and check him out. He is doing what we did last year, the full library reveal. So you'll find out 
what teams what, what drivers what, and what all the cars look like. So head over to his channel, Supercars Talk, for the latest on all of that. And now moving over to WA, uh, Brendan and hashtag because race car has been covering most of WA radial racing, so OLR, LL radial series. Uh, they recently had uh, one of the one of the cop meets and unfortunately got rained out over the weekend. Uh, I think they got rained out after qualifying too, but Brendan's got a fair bit of footage he'll be uploading then. So that's great. Like seeing uh, racing from all around Australia. No one's really covering the stuff from WA. Yeah, Brendan so. does a good job. He generally each meet he'll follow one car. Yeah. Around for the night. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. get some good detail and, and and get to really understand um, what it's like to be part of that race team for the night. So cool stuff there. All right. So a lot of you people said it in the comments below. Auto expert. Uh, yeah, that's another channel we we've seen a bit of. Um, pretty pretty uh, pretty well known Australian channel. Pretty polarizing too because. Uh, sort of like myself in that um, raw well, honesty. People really don't yeah. like being told home no. truth sometimes. Um, I look at uh, John Cadogan, and I think he's probably the closest person in what you'd call the new car sector yeah. to get to be getting demonetised <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> pretty much, there's pretty some. Because he just says it how it is. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. he's he's been definitely black banned by every auto manufacturer I think in the country, bar maybe Kia and, and Hyundai, which he pushes pretty heavily now. So. You have to watch it with a grain of salt to understand. Yeah. He's probably got a bit of an agenda pushing the people that still like him and really pushing a different agenda on the people that don't. But My, I, I don't mind John's content. The only yeah. thing I, I find, I think sometimes he effectively has a five minute video and he pushes it out to 15. Yeah, def like just condense it. Definitely a bit of uh, color commentary there on mm. some of the stuff. But if you're in the market for a new car, he does actually give you some really good tips yeah. on how to bargain with, quite honestly, and all due respect to the people that sell cars out there, the scumbag selling um, new cars in your dealerships because Let's be honest, these, all these people want to do is take your money from you, very mm -hmm. much akin to the real estate agency, new car salesmen often. Um, they don't really care about you. They'll just pretend they care about you to try and get the best deal. Know this personally, just bought a new car for the wife recently, and I had a car salesman literally tell me, sounds like with your budget, mate, maybe you should go and buy X rental car because you're not getting anything of that money. And then another dealership. Really? Yep, another dealer actually gave me uh, about $2,000 less for a brand new, not even an ex-demo car, of exactly the same model. So it just show, it goes to show. Same car, just different dealer. Sh same car, yeah. same model, same make, everything, same spec, different dealer, same car to trade in, end up getting a $3,000 better deal for a brand new car off the showroom floor where all I was originally shopping for was a demo. So. I Some do, of John's tips I, I put in the practice and... I, I do like how John talks about, you know, obviously a lot of new cars have issues that get swept under the rug by a lot of oh. automotive media. Yeah. It's like, a, it's not an issue, but he actually talks about them in detail. Yeah, that's right. I mean, well, that, when you've been black banned by everyone in the, in the auto industry, but I guess you don't really have to pull any punches, do you? So, okay, so one away from uh, YouTube, uh, which is fine, we'll go to Facebook and it's the guys with operational radial freedom. So... I love watching this. They, they do a, a live stream show pretty much every week, every Thursday night, I think. What's the freedom part, man? I don't know. They're free. They're free. Freedom! Freedom from having to run slicks. <laughs> I don't know. But the, the passion these guys have for yes. racing is what is so important in our, in our industry because if it's not for people like these guys, everyone else will just sit back and just wait for meets to come up and if mm. they don't then complain oh this meet wasn't here these guys are absolutely pumping um the the radio scene but racing in general so they have a lot of uh you know well-known i guess races on the on interviews and yeah it, it's really good i mean the only drawback is they have vertical video syndrome unfortunately so they're recording it on a they're live streaming on a forward-facing camera so it's 
the, the vision's already sort of grainy enough, but they're recording it vertical. So sometimes I live stream it to my TV and it's on a widescreen TV <laughs> instead of it being this wide, it's that wide. So don't know if maybe in the future they the could just turn that, turn turn that phone on its side, guys. Um, would really help some of the people watching it on other platforms, but um, I, I, I cannot get enough of watching it because they absolutely love it. Um, I think from memory, it's every, is it Thursday nights? Yeah, Thursday nights, yeah. yeah. They, they, they recorded one, I think it was um, the Kent of the Eighth Mile series um, up at Queensland. They were sitting in, the, they were sitting in one of the um, boxes uh, one of the private boxes behind it and and you know they'd stop every now and then for a car to run a car would run a pb and they'd lose their mind you can tell the biggest thing they're genuine they mm. love it they, they live for this stuff they, they live eat breathe and they, you, can, you know what i like they like they like everyone to go fast yeah 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 they're, they're not biased to a workshop mm. or a make or a model or a type and that all they want is people out there racing with radials and going fast and and everything else in between is just just noise it doesn't matter they just they, they live for, they live and die for the racing so good luck to those guys and um they've also just started a barra project car too so um that thing's coming together pretty mm. quickly some uh big brands getting behind them on that so excited to see how fast they go with that thing good work guys i wouldn't say it's really an australian car channel it's a workshop with a youtube channel max mm -hmm. performance they're now building an ea falcon with a barra so they're going after the uh Eight for 2K challenge, I assume. <laughs> I think the hot side of their uh, barra is uh, already blowing that budget, but um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, but that's going to be a quick car. It's got everything on it. It's got oh, all yeah, the yeah. all the you know little bits you need to put on a barra to make them reliable. I like I like E series more than I like BAs and BFs. Yeah, well, I think uh, it's because we grew up with that. Yeah, with that generation. Yeah, I used car. to have one. first car was yeah. uh, EA, but uh, they'd be a fair bit lighter too. An E like an E, what is it? E, let's say the E8 to ED something mm. like that. Th those cars are. They're huge in their own right, but they'd be lighter than the BA by a couple hundred kilos, you'd reckon? You'd think so, and they've yeah. got, they don't have IRS, so. Yeah, yeah, that looks pretty clean, yeah. it looks nice, okay. Yeah, but it's coming along well. I think they've done three or four episodes now, so if you haven't seen it, look them up. Close at home, we had HB Academy have their sort of like a, a live stream or a sort of format where they just review some news and some, some stuff from the industry. They had what could only be described as the most polite backhander to a business I've ever seen in my life. So they bought some axles through a business called Drive Shaft Shop and they've had no, They're in the States. They're in the States yeah. yet and they've had huge amounts of issues getting onto this company of, um, I think it's for the FT86, yeah. uh, with the axles being too short on that and there were some uh, renowned issues around the world with these things. And um, they, if, if I'd spent 6,000 plus dollars, whatever it was on a set of custom billet axles, um, or not even custom, they're off the shelf, they're meant to be specifically fit for this vehicle. Well, that's why you buy yeah. that particular brand because yeah. they're supposed to bolt in. And they've they? had problems with them blowing it out in the unis and stuff like that. If I'd spent that kind of money on a set of on axles that were meant to be rated to 2,000 horsepower and the thing's making a quarter of that, I would be ropeable. But he was so polite about it, so hats off to you, Andre. You've uh, definitely got a cooler come ahead than I have. All right, that's it for Australia for now. Moving overseas, uh, TRC that Racing Channel had a heap of good videos. So, 2,500 horsepower this, 900 horsepower that, uh, as as with everything in America. And unfortunately, they've uh, maybe their views weren't quite up to spec over the last month. Someone in that boardroom room meetings burst on a Monday. We need more views. Go for the clickbait, and they've gone to their tried and true. Cute girl sitting in the car, thumbnail. Oh, yeah, reaction. Of, I think 1320 video yeah, yeah. and TRC, this is their go-to. Um, if you actually have a look at some, I, I think TRC especially, their highest rated videos are all of these ones where it's like, girl reaches for a $100 note or a girl reaction on the car, cast car or whatever. And it's like, cool mate, no worries. It's, it's, it is 
We said we weren't going to mention clickbait for, for video um, channels that do clickbait. So but you've already is, mentioned clickbait. One, this one is pure one. clickbait. There are, there are other videos leading up to this are great, but you can just see where they just go, let's drive. Um, well, yeah, we want to get some big views here for the next month or whatever. Let's do this video. Now, don't get me wrong. We know why they do it. Exactly. We know but exactly why they do it. Yeah, I don't know. But... Yeah, when when your core content that's is, not yeah exactly that's not when your, your core, core content. content is this, and then you do something like that, is it's clear as day why you're doing it. You're not doing it because that's what you want to do. You're doing it because you just want people to come and watch it, which is fair enough. He's running a business doing that, all power to him. They do have some pretty awesome cars on that channel, though. Oh, wicked, and and that's why it's mm. it's it's why it's so unusual to see it, and because it's not the norm what they do. They do awesome videos. I watch probably person. out of the US-based channels. That's probably would be in my top three or four. Yeah. Because I'd watch that, uh, I'd watch uh, 70 to 80% of their videos. Yeah. No, they're good. I haven't actually seen that one you're talking about. No, I don't, well, I don't bother watching it, so mm. just click next. Hoonigans, um, I'm trying to keep tabs on, I think they split their channels into a project car one at some point in time. about 16 or 17 Hoonigan based channels now. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a bit of a loss to work out which one's mm. which. Um, I think that the videos that I was watching was um, Hurt has his FC, he was getting his FC up and running. I don't know if it's because they were running that drift, yeah. that drift week or whatever he was taking on that or something, but I don't really watch much of the Hoonigan stuff, I've got to be honest. I, I know that a lot of people do and they've got big, big, big following and they sell a million and one t-shirts off the back of that, but it's, the camera work is too fast paced yeah. and I get motion sickness watching it just about. So I, I know. I, I don't yeah. mind watching this one called Hoonigan Autofocus. And I can't remember the photographer. Is it Larry Chen? One of the yeah. well-known US photographers. It's basically like behind the scenes of him doing photo shoots on cars. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't know where they get the time to make it because he's doing a photo shoot. But they'll talk to the owner a bit about the car. It's much less fairy floss. Yeah. yeah. And the, the episodes aren't as long. Yeah, that, a lot of the shows like that, like Hoonigan, almost um, are... Yeah, there's, there's, there's not as much... I, I, watch car, I watch a lot of automotive shows for to watch people build cars. But mm. there's a lot of people that aren't car people that might not mm. want to watch that kind of stuff, so. One US channel I love watching is, is it Ammo NYC? Is Ammo? he a car wash guy? Yeah, they do yeah. car detailing. And he doesn't do heaps of videos, like he might do maybe one video a month, yeah. on, I don't know. But they're all very, very well um, thought out and executed. And he just films it himself and then effect, for most of it, he just commentates it after the fact. He does it the, the a bit like Chris how, Fix type of deal. Yeah, Chris Fix or Papadakis style. They just yeah. commentate. But they, effect, you know, he'll go and um, do a barnyard. He'll do any everything from I think he had one detailing a Formula One car to yeah. then pulling one out of the you know out of the forest that's been sitting there for thirty years. But they're really well made. And I'm not particularly into car detailing, but they're just really they're interesting very to easy watch. to watch. That yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Um, one YouTube channel I've never heard of have a lot of views. Um, I'm raising it because it seems to be a common theme. Um, we'll mention another channel a bit later on that also is following a common theme with uh, videos that seem to be up on YouTube lately is uh, this channel's called Off The Ranch. Now uh, they've taken a supercar, a wrecked supercar, and they're restoring it. Um, mm. There is so, I've never, I didn't realize there were this many Lamborghinis in the world that were wrecked. They were wrecked, yeah. Um, but it seems that if, you're, if you've got a bit of money behind you and you're looking to start your YouTube career, bang. Just go buy a wrecked Lambo because that is what most yeah. of them are doing these days. Uh, yeah. I don't. I, it's totally uninteresting to to me. Um, but I, I assume that's that. they the people watching these are the people who are car people, but not not 
going to car meets or racing yeah, yeah, events. Then people that buy wheels. Mm. So if you if you if you buy wheels or motor or that, that those kind of magazines, Australian magazines, where it's like some supercars or the latest specs on X Y Z, latest release Pol- Polo Golf or whatever. It's probably the people watching these, I'd say, because they're not overly interesting, to be honest. And um, yeah, if you if you are watching this now and you're someone who watches these wrecked supercar videos, tell us why you watch them. Why? Why? What, and what, tell what's us the what, what color Lamborghini we should buy. Hundred percent. Broom, you're going to get this uh, this, this thing, color, this thing off the hoist, and we'll get yeah, yeah. we'll get a matching um, yeah. Lambo. This nugget, yeah, total junk. Yeah, but if if you watch these wrecked supercar videos. Let us know, let us know which ones you've watched and let us know if you like them or you don't like them. So Sloppy Mechanics have had a few videos. They haven't had as many videos lately. He's probably been busy building his You're, you're one of truck. the big, biggest Aussie fans. Do like his stuff. Yeah. yeah, I like his stuff because it's, uh, he's also someone where there's no bullshit. Very transparent. No bullshit. Um, so, you know, we do have some high quality parts that we use in our stuff, but we do some use some Chinese stuff as well um, from Chinese manufacturers. We cop a lot of grief over it for for that reason however his stuff is all china um whatever whatever gets the job done yeah, yeah. i mean he's got he got um yeah. some holy giving ecu but everything else is just whatever gets the job done he uses it um and he uses it to great effect so mm-hmm. recently he um ran eights for 8k with 8k yeah. us dollars but he had old, old mustang whatever that that um not the fox body four, one after it. four xr6s <laughs> four xr6s yeah so um, yeah, and that, that was, I love yeah, that series. Yeah. So that, it, that's pretty awesome, yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, and the best part about it, see in, in Australia we have like tall poppy syndrome and if you have a problem with something as well, mm. you can't say that you blow up the engine because it's just a mass embarrassment and you, you know, you've got to come up with yeah, every excuse in the book. I've never seen so many cars at racetracks have flat tires or broken gearboxes and they've clearly like blown up an engine because it's so taboo in Australia in, in drag racing, especially the sport combat, compact scene, to have an engine failure at when you're pushing the limits of the car, it's just like you, you can't tell anyone about it. Where, but he destroyed a couple of engines, and it was like, "Yep, that's what happened." And here's how oh, bad yeah. it was, and let's put it back together. So, uh, love that, love the honesty, and uh, yeah, we'll keep on watching. So, if you're looking to put, build like an LS on a budget, definitely tune into this. Everyone car. in America just tried and true, go and get that five three. Yep, five three junkyard engine. Four eight five three, hundred percent. Um, Rob Darn put up about, I think he's 937th instalment of the Billet 4 Rotor RX-7, world's first, the first of everything, uh, whatever, yeah, so um, I've tuned out a little while ago for this one, I'll wait for this thing to hit the racetrack, which um, doesn't look like it's too far away, I think he was going to the dyno on that, but it's been strung out a little too long for me now that I've 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 lost interest. However, I know a lot of people are commenting. Don't comment get me on, wrong. That car is awesome. It, it it's it's the best mm. RX7 in yeah. the world, basically. It's incredible, and, and I love it. But I'm just I, I need to see it running and racing now. Um, I'm, I'm done with the building part of it. Um, he did the rush to get the SEMA. Yeah, it's cool. This thing in person, we saw it a couple of years ago. Even back then, it looked killer. It's undergone a full mm. you know full rebuild since then. It's wicked. Oh, it's great. It, it is. Yeah. It is an unbelievable car. Kind of full credit to him, but um, the regular content is just—it's not. You know, it's, it doesn't progress far enough to not the much point happens, where I want to Not much it. happens in a lot of the episodes. Yeah. So, um, can't wait to see it racing because um, his last time his, his three rotor FD went really, really fast. So this thing should absolutely smash and brain everything out there. But um, yeah, saying so that, you know, it's not 
you're doing something quite out there. It doesn't necessarily make mean that it's going to work out of the box, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, a, a lot of a lot of people that watch our our rotary content often tag Rob in stuff. Um, so you know, rotary rotary breeds rotary love. So um, there's obviously a lot of people watching your show, and the, and the views show that. So um, yeah, consider looking at that if you're into RX7s and rotary stuff. And billet. Billet. And world firsts. So. In more further proof that anything that Cletus McFarlane channel touches turns to gold, uh, he's, I guess he's tuner, still tuner maybe, or, or, or former um, housemate, so to speak, in terms of his workshop. Um, Jeremy in the channel Faster Proms, uh, he's basically piggybacked off everything Sir Cletus has done. He's done very similar cars along the way. He's just finished building a thousand horsepower. Um, pickup truck, I think they call it. I have to admit, this is, that's so. one channel I haven't really ever watched. Yeah. I. I I don't, I don't really watch this either. I'm more so. It, this is the news. It doesn't mean you have to watch mm. it or, or love or, or you know watch every little bit, bit of it. But a lot of people in the comments mentioned uh, this. So does he, does check he it do out. a bit of everything, or is it all? Um, it's it's domestic. It's it's all yeah. It's all domestic yeah. stuff. Yeah. So it's it's in the vein of Cletus. He's got some, you know, crappier old car yeah. and he's done it up a bit and, and put you know V8 same thing. Based. Yeah. So yeah. I think he's building maybe a burnout car or whatever, but. Um, as well to go with them and then he's built some other car and then he tunes daily drivers and this kind of stuff so if you like you know car build up videos yeah and especially if you like LS based sort of stuff or, or yeah, um, GM V8 late model stuff uh, that's definitely one for you right, so one of the coolest um, engine rebuilding channels out there is uh, Haggerty um, they've recently just got a, a straight 8 so it's a, not a V8 mm, which is 4 eight. alone it's a straight 8 uh, Buick, I think it is Buick. Um, that they started their teardown on that. So these videos are really cool. They, they'll do like five or six videos where they do the teardown and explain what they're doing and rebuilding it. Then after all that's finished, they will do their what they the were really known for. Yeah, they're mm. doing the time lapses, um, the, the stop motion sort of stuff. And those videos are aren't they're crazy. They're just, oh, yeah. they're incredible. You see behind the scenes of how long they take to make, and yeah, just wicked. The amount of work that goes into do those, but. They look awesome. The results are the results are there. I've so. done a little bit of stop motion stuff, and it is so time consuming. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Right. So Adam LZ. Hang on, hang on. We're in Australia. It should be Adam LZ. <laughs> Adam LZ. LZ. Apologies. Apologies. At the. Uh, Just like in basketball, answers. you're going to get back on defence. Uh, no, I'm going to get back on defence. Defence. Um, so Adam LZ. Um, I'm not sure. He probably released another car. I, I, it's really hard. He put to a straight pipe exhaust system on his new on his Porsche. Oh, you want to hear some some ear candy? <laughs> that is insane. Okay, sure. Go watch that one. I don't really watch any of this stuff, honestly. Um, people in the comments from the last episode said we're, we're mentioning uh, his channel, so plenty of people are watching this stuff. But he's almost got too many project cars. Too I'm, many, too many. Yeah. I, I don't watch care. enough, but I'm just waiting for him to. Twirl that moustache. <laughs> so, well, I thought it was Movember, but it's still there. I, like I don't, I don't watch enough, so I just yeah. thought it was like an ironic moustache. Yeah, but know. it appears that it's an actual I think one. It's time so. to get a bit of the old um, feminine, feminine, the old Gillette razor. You know, maybe was it at Nairs, Ned, whatever the hair removal stuff. <laughs> but it looks like a strong breeze could wash, blow it off anyway. But. The um, only reason why I watched a couple of recently is he had, I'm interested in the new Supra, obviously, like a lot of people are, and drag racing. So he's taken that to the drag strip in, oh, yeah. in the guys to be one of the fastest in the world. And I think he is. I think he's like the third, second or third mm. fastest 
What are they? A90? Oh, something a, a, um, yeah, A90. A90. Super. So I think he's the second or third fastest A90 Super in the world. The yeah, well, the last, time, the last time I saw him running, I think it was a, around a 10 flat. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think it went 10 flat. And he I had think, a, don't quote me. I think one ran 989. Yeah, so yeah it, was, it, it wasn't far away, and I think I think he's put like nitrous on it and stuff mm. like that. And he's got a tune and done suspension stuff, so um, that's that, that's cool. That's something I, I'm interested in. Other people might be interested it's in other stuff. It's got a BMW, man. <laughs> Just a racing BMW with a Toyota badge. Uh, but he does a lot of heavy drifting content, so you might see the theme of a lot of this stuff in the news in that. Guys who are drifters um, might not feature as heavily on this because, of course, I mean, this is the, us reading the news, um, you know, just like most other fake news companies out there promoting whatever agenda they've got. Well, we're going we're gonna to review whatever we're probably watching or interested in. So you could call this the CNN of, um, of news, which <laughs> we're just going to push this our own agenda. <laughs> in other uh, American news, did you see Chris Fix, a.k.a. Hey guys! Did you see he hit six, just a lazy six million subs? Yeah, yeah. Did, what was interesting, did you see, was it around Christmas, just after Christmas, he put up um, a teaser shot, I think, of, so it's so a bit of background. Every year he does sort of like a Christmas video of some gifts and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And I think the video before that was a bit of an ad uh, as well. And by oh, the stuff, time the stuff you could give yeah, Christmas so this Christmas video yeah. came up and people were in the comments like going, uh, well, you get back to repairing cars. This isn't what I signed up for, for free. Um, like they were just losing it over him shilling for, for businesses that had said promote this or whatever. And then I yeah, think but hang on, hang on. we can't, we can't talk. We're, we're complete shills. Yeah. hundred percent. Hey, if you want your business logo here, yep. no worries. Bring I'm, it on. I'm for sale. Um, but, yeah, and he'd put up a, a picture teasing of that he'd bought his dad a new car, like a nice car, like a Maserati or something. And people essentially... Oh, that's right. You told me about this. Yeah, I didn't see Lost their mind over it going video. like, uh, what do you need to buy a Maserati? Oh, nice to have money. Oh, this and that. Oh, we don't want to see this. We just want to see you fixing old shit boxes. And like, it was just... And he literally just said, well, fine then. I won't put the video up. No one will watch it then. How about that? And then other people say, don't give him to the trolls. Ignore them. And... People will say this, ignore the trolls, ignore the trolls, but when they're filling up in your comments and some of these total uneducated morons get really personal about it too, you can't just ignore all of them and neither should you. These people think they can be nameless and fadeless and just say whatever they want. No. You're going to cop it. If you're going to be a moron in the comments, you deserve to cop a bit of a backhand every now and then. So um, he, he did release the video and it, and it was great. I mean, shit, if I'd, I had the money to buy that, you'd buy the old man Maserati hands down. I never saw that one. Yeah, yeah, so I just watched it a bit. But yeah, these people, have, it's, it's, mighty car mods have fallen into this too, that, you know, 10 years ago they started and they were spray painting cars in their driveway and now they're building... Not what we're doing. And now, <laughs> we're still doing it 10 years later. But, you know, and then people who watched that video 10 years ago, that... They, they, they believe they're being lied to in some way that, that, that they own these channels and that they're saying, you should still be making the yeah. content you made a decade ago. How dare you go and do something else? Oh, it's a total travesty of justice. A, it's free. Mm. B, go and make your own content. Like, if you don't like it, first of all, the stop, stu- wa- stop stuff, watching. Yeah, the, it, the work stuff I do now is nothing like what I did 10 years yeah, ago. I mean, Why would you want to keep doing the same thing? The biggest thing about that, the haters, and geez, if we've, got a f- we've got a fair few of them in the comments, they hate everything you do and they hate you. However, they are the first people to watch your content when it comes mm. out. So to all the haters out there, thanks. Cha-ching. Is this uh, the news or bench talk? <laughs> Bit of both. 
so one of the other ones we've had um, almost in the light of that really highly produced uh, Discovery Channel type of stuff is uh, Power Nation. They started uploading heap of content probably about six months or a year ago. I honestly thought this stuff was from 1989 mm. and they were, re they were just burning DVDs oh, and no. uploading to YouTube. I watched a video the other day and they were at the 2019 Mac Tools Festival. Um, this stuff seems really, it, it doesn't translate that well to That wasn't the video the modern where day. the guy had the, the shit. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> old, old mate who's in one of these, he, he's obviously like a full square. He's, and this is where it's very discovery and very scripted. So everyone's got their own persona, you know, they've probably got the token Mexican dude and they've got the token this guy and that guy, whatever. This guy's the token egghead of the guy, of, of the crew. And he normally walks around the, um, the workshop with a pocket protector and like a set of vernier calipers and a two pens and a pencil and this kind of stuff. He was at a conference, nowhere near a workshop, still had his pocket <laughs> protector in. He's just, yeah. he's basically a caricature of himself. Yeah. And, and this is where like these kind of shows are just, you can't, they're, they're all, they're just, who watches this? This is the stuff that is, that is Gas Monkey Garage, Discovery Channel, you know, total scripted It's so obvious stuff. when you see stuff on YouTube when you realize that wasn't made for YouTube. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's such yeah. a different feel. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it is. It, it's bizarre watching it and watching, when you're so used to watching non-professionally um, produced content where mm. there isn't a director and a, and, a cam and a multiple cameraman and an audio person and someone writing a script for what they're going to say versus just a YouTuber out there with a camera and filming it themselves and going, oh yeah, this is what I've done. I'll edit it into some kind of video later. This is produced and scripted to an inch of its life. But um, some of the stuff's interesting to watch. Um, yeah, but yeah, there's a few um, caricatures of, of real life people in there. But yeah, old mate with his pocket protector. I almost lost it when I saw that. That was hilarious. I don't know what he was going to mark down or write or draw up when he was at that conference. But anyway, good luck to him. What was the one with the guy with the shirt that was like 4XL? <laughs> that was and, the same one. <laughs> and it was, it was folded. That was the same. That was Power Nation also. He was, the, <laughs> he was on the dyno. It was like it was, like it was a, he'd turned up and he just turned up in his normal clothes and they're like, hey, excuse me, uh, the script here says that you must be uh, young Billy from, uh, from uh, out, out, out in Texas somewhere and you're going to be a knowledgeable person on Alice Engine, so you've got to look like this. And they've gone, well, I, I don't have that kind of uh, workshop t-shirt. Well, here you go. Here's one straight out of the box. Kapow! And it had the, the iron, it had the, the iron, it had, it had the fold yeah. mark still on the shirt, and and the sleeves were like it was about here. six sizes too big on him. It was hilarious. It was like the wardrobe department just forgot that um, this guy was had, having to. Uh, maybe they had someone else earmarked in for, for that the script who was a a, a larger individual, uh, and this guy was the uh, best they could get uh, a fit for. So, so one of our favourites, uh, Fuel Tech. Uh, these guys are probably the kings of uh, killer big horsepower dyno videos. I've had just about every pro mod on there. Uh, as we know, the fastest pro mods and fastest, some of the fastest drag cars in the world run FuelTech. So if you, it doesn't matter what ECU you like, if you love dyno videos, check out their channel because yeah, it's killer seeing It's got to the point cars. now though, where like, it, I saw a car I think made 2100 horsepower and I'm like, Oh, is that all? 2100? Because <laughs> cars are making like 5,000. <laughs> well, we'll put Project Redline on the dyno eventually and it'll probably make 400 kilowatts and people will just be like, really? Really? <laughs> Which is fair enough. It's not powerful. What can we say? All right, so another one that a couple of people mentioned in the comments is um, Tavarish. Never watch much of your stuff. It started appearing in my news feed as recommended thing over Christmas. 
he had a viral video of a, uh, a Pimp My Ride, a, a, like a ex-Pimp My Ride car that he bought and he sort of did some work to. Um, I've gone back through a lot of his content and uh, he has an unbelievable volume of project cars, sort of like Adam LZ LZ does. However, I can't see where he actually finishes any of them. So, uh, I mean, normally evolution of a project car is buy mm. car, work on car, finish car, and then do whatever you're doing with that mm. car. He seems to have so many project cars, they and they'll have one or two or three mm. episodes, and they get ripped apart. And, and then, then they just disappear, and a new car comes along. Yeah, gone. Yeah. And then there's another one. So, um, yeah. Bizarre, I mean, yeah. There's a, there's, a, there's a lot of US channels like that. Yeah, and, and that's where, uh, it was interesting, the only video I sort of watched of, of that, of Adam LZ, was a video we did before, around that Christmas period, when I had a bit of time to watch some of his content and that, and he did a video on why he does what he does, or some stuff like that, and he mentioned that the pressure to come out with the next car, yeah. the next project mm -hmm. car, and the next thing is so great, that that's why he has so many cars, so, you can see that this is the tried and true method for a lot of channels out there to just keep on dumping cars, keep on dumping cars out there that, you know, you end up with a swathe of cars, but a new content to draw people in because, oh, maybe someone doesn't like that car, doesn't like that car and stops watching. So the more and more cars you can do, the more broad, um, wider you can have your audience. But I don't think this guy finishes any of his cars. And I don't know if it's because, quite honestly, maybe he doesn't really know what he's doing. I don't think he's really that, that mm. technically minded. It might be like you were fueled open and I'd start working on a project car and you had to work on it too. Um, might be a bit of Hollywood action on there to get the project car done. You no, I just opened the bonnet, drop it. Done. Done. Deal done. So he's actually, he had a line of t-shirts or, or merch that had like a, the, the tagline, Wrench Every Day. And he had a secondary channel called Wrench Every Day that mainly had podcasts on it. He stopped the podcast and they had nothing on it for like seven or eight months. I didn't mind his short, those short, they were quite short, most of them. Yeah. And I didn't mind those podcasts. And so now he's actually turned that into another project car channel where he's got a guy in that seems to be able yeah. to hold a tool and do some work. Mm. And I think he's using that as, as the channel to do a lot of his project car stuff mainly. And who knows what he's going to do with the other channel or it's going to be, um, he's hinted at he might have a lot of YouTuber mm. collaborations on maybe on that main channel and the wrench every day one will be the ones where they're getting down and dirty on the project cars because they are pretty two pretty different audiences. Um, so that's another thing at, at, at YouTube. Um, so Car Throttle in the UK at the moment, I think every single video for the last two months has been, we bought a car for XYZ pounds but I don't see the point. Like they buy these cars that are just for 200 pounds and mm. then there's nothing. I'll tell you so one thing I've noticed in the UK. It's weird. You can seem to buy a half decent car for a couple of hundred quid, as they say. Yeah. Like seriously, a car, I'm, I'm looking at a car here that might be five grand and they're buying it for like less than a thousand dollars. Yeah. Our, at, our money. No, obviously you have different rules and regulations. Yeah. They seem that like MOT must be the registration or whatever, and if it's got two months MOT, they're That's just driving. They yeah, just, if it's yeah. got rego, it's got rego, and just go and drive it away. So a lot of, like, you're right, they buy these cheap cars, but what do they actually do with them? Yeah, it, it was, I watched a couple of them and they seemed to buy them and it seemed to be the episode, like most of the episode of them is going through, I think they must be sponsored by this, like a car sales type of website. Um, is the way I'm reading it by looking at it because they all constantly bringing up screens from this autotrader.com or whatever it is. And they're looking at cars, oh, look at this car, look at this car. Or oh, maybe give that geezer a call, maybe uh, whatever. So a 20 minute episode, 12 minutes of it is actually them just looking at the bloody internet. Mm. Um, then they spend another five minutes going out looking at the car. 
and then they're like, oh, let's give it a bit of a drive. Oh yeah, this thing smells. Oh, that's a bit rattly. Oh, and it's end of video. And it's, what was the point of that? I just lost 20 minutes of my life. But anyway, if you like watching those, uh, more power to you, cool. Um, there's a lot of that out there. So the two biggest themes, it seems, of the YouTube at the moment is we are fixing up a wrecked supercar or we bought a car for 200 pounds, $200, 200 pounds or whatever, and look how terrible it is. And now let's do that up or whatever. So there's definitely some really common themes. Um, so we're going to have to launch our $200 car project uh, next week, obviously, to stay, um, stay relevant. Okay, so speaking of car throttle in UK, Project Binky must have had, well, their ears must have been burning because they actually dropped an episode after last week's uh, little outburst that they said they hadn't, hadn't uh, were gonna be greedy for content, so they'd actually drop one, so that was really cool. Uh, another channel, if you, like me, and um, bridging into automotive stuff was the Fast and Furious franchise, um, back when they were actually about the cars and not about the rock and that other dude with the shaved head. Um, one of the guys who actually owned a couple of the cars and then was a, uh, I think he was a tech consultant on the first movie, I think it's Craig Lieberman, Craig Lieberman, so he actually reviews all the cars from the first few series and, and runs through them. is a name you hear in Hollywood. Already. Yeah, it's a Hollywood name. <laughs> so, <laughs> not Weinstein. Um, he's been cancelled these days, you won't hear that name anymore. Uh, we might get be demonetised now, this video. Um, so, he, he actually goes through all the videos. So he's got a video on Dom's Charger, yeah, Dom's seen, RX-7, the, the Maxima even, the Skyline, the Jetta, all these videos. So if you're really interested in Fast and Furious, it's, it's pretty cool to have a bit of a peek behind the curtain on um, all the cars. So I think they, he said in the Charger video that they, they'd had five or six of these cars and some were total, some were very similar, some were like I three or four built the same. One was just an, for the shot of like I the think they all had a small block shiv in them. Didn't yeah, they? yeah. So like that. That, and that, they borrowed the engine yeah. from some big engine builder and put it in just for that shot in the garage. That never actually you never saw that car running or that no. um, mm. with that engine. Um, but yeah, pretty pretty cool to look at. So yeah, that one's one to check out for all the Fast and Furious fans. The Fast and Furious Nine trailer just came out. So like wow. I'm thinking, what's this going to be about? Bank heist, stop some mercenaries of kidnapped. Mm -hmm. There's always some backstory. If you notice Fast and the Furious, there's always a back side story that bears no relation mm -hmm. to the main storyline. You get to the end and you're like, that was just pure content filler. Like, yeah. it actually went nowhere. Yeah. Old mate's brother is the protagonist now. It's like, where'd he come from? Just write that one in the script. Backstory irrelevant. <laughs> Could have mentioned in the first one that it was an only child or something. I'd be like, doesn't matter. No one remembers that first video. Just... Put it out, put it out. Pretty much out, like so. Fast and the Furious 1, they were just yep. doing some oil changes at home. And then yep. the Fast and the Furious 9, they're basically they're, stopping they're World pretty War much, They're pretty much James Bond. Yeah. They, they're literally James Bond with cars. Oh, but James Bond doesn't Don't get cars, me wrong. I watched um, recently on a plane, I watched, I went to watch Fast and Furious 7 and I realised I hadn't seen, I think, 5 and 6. <laughs> so then I'll stuff it, I'll just watch 7 and then I watched 8. Uh, I, th I think seven was better, but they're so far fetched. But I actually don't mind oh, yeah. them. What's the one where because they're so far fetched? They really jumped the shark. Was it number four or five, or where, where the guy where they he's holding on the bonnet on the bridge, and a car hits him. He's like holding the bonnet like a escort or something like that, and he gets rammed by the tank by the tank from behind, and he gets launched off, and then just like hold, and then just like launched off onto another car. It's like wow, uh, yeah, that pretty much. That was, well, I, think it was the, that, I think that was the crossover one where it went from being, mm -hmm. was that the one where they had, what was that, that, that real life scenario where they had the CIA running the, 
the oh. cartel drugs under yeah, yeah. the yep, under yep. the tunnel or whatever. So I think that was that was the crossover sort of one. Was where it the it last from, one, Fast and Furious? I can't remember. I get mixed up. The one where they drove the supercar through the building. I got no idea. Is in, that the um, lichen? Or, or yeah. The lichen. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I, I I think of there are almost videos now where you think you've seen them, but but you actually I'm actually at the point where I, Mission I, I'm, Impossible I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I see stunts like that because you just expected. Yeah. Just something over the top. Yeah. The one, the last one where he, at the, I think the intro, he's racing this old clunker in Cuba, or whatever, and he's doing about 200 k's an hour, and the car's on, literally on fire, and yeah. then he dives out of the car. I'm not joking. He's wearing like just a, just a light um, shirt yeah. and some linen pants, <laughs> and he just does one tumble roll and gets up. There's not one mark on him. Well, it's it's it's, it's and he's doing at least 100 miles an hour. He's a professional. He knows what he's doing, mate. You know, if you if you did that, you'd probably get grazes all over you. But not him. He knows what he's doing. Train professional. All right. I think that's about enough for today. Um, enough. We've been recording for about four hours. No one's watching by now, anyway. So it doesn't matter what I say. Is if anyone's still watching at this point. So if you are, thanks for watching. Um, good on you for getting through it. Like, subscribe, share, all that kind of stuff. Good on you, and we'll see you next time for the news. And tell us what what auto channels we should be watching. Yeah, comments below because it helps us help you. New in the Full Boost shop, we've got Full Boost long sleeve tees. These are navy, same as our new Barra tees, but long sleeve t-shirt. Girls tees in navy, small, medium, large. And due to popular demand, we've had kids tees. Heaps of people have asked us about kids tees. These are in, I think, a couple of different sizes. I'm not sure. No, size six at the moment. <laughs> All right, anyway, get on them at shop.fullboost.com.au.